LinkedIn has been described as the most important online tool for finding a job today. LinkedIn coach Charlotte Kemp joins me now in studio for a masterclass on finding a job through LinkedIn. Charlotte, welcome. My pleasure. Thank you. Now, Charlotte, just unpack for me what it is that you do with LinkedIn. Uh, I personally like to train companies uh, and individuals on how to use LinkedIn. We, uh, I still use the free version myself because okay. I'm able to demonstrate how much we can tap into the free version of LinkedIn. And then for the clients that it's recommended, I will explain how the paid products work. But there is so much value in LinkedIn in terms of creating a network and putting out your, your own personal professional brand, um, finding a job, finding opportunities. And that's I just really enjoy doing that. In fact, one of the LinkedIn executives uh, called me a LinkedIn evangelist the other day. So uh, I really do enjoy the product. Right. So LinkedIn is really serious about the African or Southern African clients. Tell yes. me a little bit about their relationship with the continent. They created an African team a couple of years ago. And um, they will send out their representatives to Southern Africa and Nigeria primarily to look at building relationships with the, the big corporates and the big recruitment firms that will use LinkedIn. And they started reaching out to the individuals who are actively using it and th those of us who are training on it. And so I met some of them the first time about uh, three or four years ago. Mm -hmm. And over the years, we've we kind of uh, created a cl closer relationship. So now they have a couple of partners, and I'm one of their partners in South Africa, uh, so that when I talk to a company and I'm offering them my personal training on LinkedIn, if I see that they have a need, then I'll make a formal introduction to LinkedIn. Yeah. But that team has grown over the years, and uh, every time they come out, they're very friendly. They make, an, uh, they make time in their own schedules to meet with people who are interested in the product. I really value their involvement in Africa. And I'm sure they're helping a lot of people find jobs within Africa. Yes. If I'm looking for a job and I decide to put myself on LinkedIn, what are the processes and the things that I should do? Okay. Our, our personal profile on LinkedIn always remains our own. Okay. Uh, very often a company will encourage their staff to set up profiles and then the staff think that the, their profile belongs to the company. But okay. it belongs to yourself and it becomes your resume that grows and evolves over the years. So we'd love to encourage youngsters uh, as they're leaving school and they're in varsity or tertiary education to start using LinkedIn. But it's your opportunity to position yourself, uh, what you're good at, and also to do research into the kind of industry or the company that you'd like to work for. Uh, LinkedIn have a good uh, relationship within the product to put together the candidates with the skills that they have and the jobs, the companies that have jobs open, and then also the tertiary institutions that can offer the skill sets that might be in, in a gap there. Right. And then the, uh, the candidates will be able to reach out through LinkedIn and get those additional skills. So the first, very first step is not to be afraid of LinkedIn. It's designed for this purpose. It's designed to help us. And I think a lot of people are intimidated because there is so much information on yes. the platform. Yes. We need to get on, create a profile, play around a bit, and then it can start to evolve from there. Mm. What are a lot of mistakes that you're seeing people make, especially when they start signing up? How do I not seem desperate when I'm really looking for the job? Yeah. Uh, obviously, there, there's a, as we create our experience on LinkedIn and we put the, the jobs we've worked in, whatever that last, most current position is, that becomes our headline at the top. So where you have your little picture and the headline and the industry you work in, it's almost like a, a tiny little business card right up there. And often when somebody is desperate, they will say, uh, desperately seeking a job yeah. uh, available for any position. And, and that kind of desperation always makes someone feel uncomfortable. So rather um, a, a more subtle, I'm open to opportunities, uh, is a better approach to take. 
recruiters are using LinkedIn to find people with the right skill set. So they are looking, and if you have the skill set, you will be found. So the better option is to use every opportunity, every descriptive field, every space on your LinkedIn profile to explain uh, the skills that you have, the experience that you have, uh, any awards, any accolades, any achievements that you've had. All of that bragging on LinkedIn is not bragging about ourselves, but mm -hmm. we're saying, I'm good at this, and I know I can bring that to the table, which will benefit my, my future employer. And that is the best way to position ourselves. And I need to just add um, fully clothed photographs. Talking about <laughs> photographs, I think a lot of people make mistakes between LinkedIn and Facebook and the kind of pictures they put up there. Yes. What are the do's and don'ts there? All right. LinkedIn is professional. It's designed to create a professional relationship between people. Um, if somebody looks at my LinkedIn profile, they don't know anything about my marital status, uh, my children, uh, what I do on holidays. None of that is appropriate to somebody employing me or you know, having a job interview with me. Yes. On Facebook, we talk about how cute our kids are and what we did on the weekend. And, and that's, that's what Facebook was designed for, that and finding dates. Uh, LinkedIn <laughs> is designed for business. So we arrive at LinkedIn with a, a virtual suit and tie. We're here to do business. And as long as we bear that in mind, whatever we are sharing that is personal is personal in a professional capacity. Mm -hmm. And we don't have to worry that we're revealing anything inappropriate. Uh, if, if you would be afraid of your, your current boss, your next boss, seeing what is on, on LinkedIn, you're definitely in the wrong direction. And you want to kind of spring clean it and, and make it you know, more streamlined and, and professional. You spoke about your certain skills being put on LinkedIn, and therefore that will get you the job. Yeah. Now, do I write everything from my waitressing jobs to what I'm doing now? <laughs> I, I, I really do recommend that youngsters should start on LinkedIn as soon as they can. It's, it's much more powerful than a paper CV. So obviously somebody who is a captain of the swim team and a prefect, they're gonna have that on LinkedIn. But when you're you know, 45 years old, that does show a history of leadership, but, but it, it's, it's a little bit immaterial. So um, I, I don't like to go back and delete things, but whatever doesn't reflect well, or particularly because we have people in careers these days that, that change direction, if you have a whole history of jobs in the beginning that are in a totally different direction, you can take it out. Uh, you might need to explain big gaps in your online resume in, in an interview, but you don't have to have everything there. Mm. What you do have the opportunity for, though, is when you put a position onto LinkedIn, is you can ask for recommendations. And recommendations on LinkedIn are incredibly powerful. Uh, endorsements are fluff and, and not worth it at all, but the uh, recommendations means that somebody else is putting their reputation on the line to, to defend your reputation. And for me personally, I, I can point to recommendations on my profile and show how much business I've got from it. So right. they are very powerful. So what's the kind of etiquette that's required in terms of approaching a stranger on LinkedIn who's searching for a job? All right. In the past, there used to be um, a little bit more easy to kind of start the conversation with someone and explain why you're approaching. Uh, LinkedIn, like all online platforms, they evolve the whole time. So at the moment, if you're looking at LinkedIn, you'll see a whole lot of invitations yes. coming towards you. And you're going to have to actually take an extra two steps to find out whether or not they've sent you a message. Mm -hmm. So you see strangers approaching you. If you're comfortable and you've been using LinkedIn for a while, you can have a quick glance and work out which look just a little bit suspicious and you can just delete them and it doesn't mean anything. Um, and then you'll accept the others. The best etiquette at that point is 
uh, especially if you're approaching somebody, you've approached to connect, they've accepted your invitation. The minute LinkedIn notifies you that they've accepted your invitation, you send them a personal message. All right. Thank you for accepting my invitation. Uh, this is uh, the position that I'm in. This is the industry I'm interested in. Not help me find a job because yes. that's not the other person's, um, it, it's not their role. But can you share some information with me? And LinkedIn in particular is a very generous uh, workplace, a, a place where people do want to share information. Mm. It's not somebody else's job to find you a job, but they can point you in the right direction, they can introduce you to someone, um, they can encourage you, and we find that on LinkedIn very often. Lastly, Charlotte, what are the most common mistakes that people make, and any last words of advice that you'd have for people looking for jobs on LinkedIn? The most common mistake is to discover that your company's retrenching and to go and start your LinkedIn profile then. Uh, it's a little bit late. Uh, we, should, uh, we should, all of us that are professional, uh, LinkedIn wants to see um, billions of people on, on LinkedIn uh, actively, not actually looking for jobs, but, but actively updating their profile. So we shouldn't be afraid, we should have a profile. Uh, we should encourage our, our children and our families to have profiles and then to update it. What, what I see a lot of people uh, saying is that they don't know how LinkedIn works, they've got their profile up there, they've accepted a handful of people, uh, and, and it doesn't work for them. What I want to encourage is that they should spend a little bit of time, just a day or two, learning about it, updating it, putting in all the information. They are passive users, but if they have their skill sets there and their experience and, and just even one or two recommendations, they will be found by recruiters, they will be found on LinkedIn. We can then be more purposeful. We can go out there and connect with the kind of recruitment firms that hire people in our industry. And, and you know, a little bit of research online will find out who those specialist recruiters are. And then make sure that, that you're connected to them or that you're available to them or that you're following the companies that you might want to work for or that it just, just a, a, an extra step or two to mm -hmm. make sure that you are known. And then to be really proactive is to, to anticipate changes in your own work situation and make sure that you're always developing relationships with whoever can help you to find your next position. Charlotte, thank you so much for being with us today. I'm sure going to update my LinkedIn profile. Thank you so much and all the best. My pleasure. I'll see you online. <laughs> we will do. And that was LinkedIn coach Charlotte Kemp.